0: Serena, the Luna Pen is only for sailor business. We are going on that boat! Moon Podcast Escalation! Sailor Moon
1: I'm Jordan D. White. I'm Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business, the podcast where we watch every single episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love this show so much. We have a great show for everybody today, both in terms of the episode and in terms of a new friend.
2: Hello, I'm Donna Dickens. I uh, work for HitFix, and I've been watching Sailor Moon since I was 12
1: years old. So that's that's a that's a good that's good age to start watching. Sailor Moon?
2: Yeah. Um, when I started to rewatch the episodes for today's show, I hadn't really watched the Deke episodes since I was like 15 when I discovered Neon Genesis Evangelion and Sailor Moon became too girly, too girly and childish for me.
1: Oh, that was <laughs> a big, big mistake.
2: Yes. <laughs> Um, but going back and watching it, I realized exactly why it appealed to me at that particular age group. It scratches an itch that a lot of Western animation at the time didn't. Uh, before My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, girls usually had one character to look at. They were the token girl. And here was a show that was nothing but girls and one token guy in a tuxedo for some reason. Who's useless. Who's yeah. completely useless and terrible. <laughs> and also a pedophile. (laughs) I would wager because I I didn't seem creepy when I was 13, but looking back on it, I have a 13 year old now. And if a 23 year old woman (laughs) was hanging around him, I would call the freaking cops. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but you talked uh, about how you ended up accidentally watching uh, a a future episode, which is the one where Yusagi goes to the costume party in her beautiful princess wedding dress and ends up, at the very least, this is what happens in the manga. Uh, She thinks... She's drinking juice. She is actually drinking something alcoholic. She gets drunk and makes out with Tuxedo Mask.
2: <laughs> yes, it's wine in the Deke version, um, and it's a wedding dress contest because her teacher is getting married, and so Ray is like, "I'm gonna win this contest for whatever reason." Well, <laughs> <No. laughs> but that was the first episode I ever watched on accident. It came on USA Cartoon Express, which was cartoons at six in the morning. Mm-hmm before Mm -hmm. school, before it was even on Toonami. And I remember watching this episode and being 12, 13 years old, I was in 7th grade and thinking, this is the coolest cartoon I've ever seen. This girl just got drunk and made out with a dude in a pretty dress. (laughs) Like, what? Why is it American cartoons like this? And I was hooked. (laughs) uh,
1: So, how did you uh, come back to Sailor Moon? Like, you you mentioned that you went away.
2: I did go away because Other things started showing up on Toonami, and I was hormonal and a teenager, and I was like, Gundam Wing, hell yeah. And that's how I discovered fanfiction.net, thank you for that. And then I kind of got away from it. I will say, the very first anime I sought out on my own that was not on a cartoon network, that I thought would be fun. The first movie I ever watched was perfect blue. And it scared the ever living crap out of me because it, if you guys ever heard of perfect blue,
0: that's the one that they say black Swan was ripped off of, right?
2: Yeah. It's uh, on the back of the cover. And I don't know why at like 16, I thought this sounded cool. It was like it, the description is Alfred Hitchcock meets Disney. <laughs> and there's a violent rape. And <laughs> oh, it is. And it's just freak. It, no, it's terrible. The I the, whoever it jockey sold that to me, should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> Ha
1: <laughs> oh disc jockey that's that's a, that's a super 90s story right
2: <laughs> so then i was just like nope anime. i don't think there's
1: anything more 90s than buying anime on vhs at disc jockey
2: <laughs> so after that, i was just like i'm done i'm done but of course i wasn't done i ordered all of neon genesis evangelion from japan in the correct region on dvd and was very proud of myself wow and i enjoyed that and then i just got away from anime for a really long time until i started to work at buzzfeed about three years ago and that place is nothing but a huge nostalgia bomb that just never stops exploding and I did a post about Sailor Moon for a nostalgia piece about like I don't know 15 ways you know you were a Sailor Moon fan in the late 90s because BuzzFeed's oddly specific with its titles
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell you get them clicks
2: yeah, it is. It's all about them page views. I'm waiting for that all about your base uh, ripoff right now. Somebody parody it, all of those page views. And I was like, man, I missed that show. And I just started watching the Deke in Out of Order Sequence on um, YouTube because that was the only place I could find it. And then they re-released it in Japanese on Hulu. And I tried to watch it and I was like, they changed all the names. And I know that eventually it'll be okay because Sailor Neptune and Sailor Uranus won't be cousins, but I can't wait that long and I can't watch it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I I mean yeah. And then I started
2: watching Crystal when the new one came out. So
0: I mean, yeah, I, on many levels, I'm with you on the names thing. Like I like I've said before on the podcast, in my heart of hearts, she'll always be Serena, and right, and it'll always be Darian, and I and I will probably call them those things today when we're talking about it. But at the same time, I'm really enjoying watching the Japanese versions just to, to get it's a very different flavor. So I so just yeah.
1: just to get a story that makes sense. Well,
0: sometimes sometimes, <laughs> but also like I mean, we're gonna. Talk about in this episode um, some really awful and heinous things that Ray does, which are which are still happen in the American version, but they they they, they don't make her as terrible of a person. All right
1: now, are- Donna, I do want to ask you, where do you stand on the biggest controversy that we have on Sailor Business right now? I- uh, at, at least until we get here, someone here to uh, contradict me on uh, Memru being a total jerk I that mean, I hate. I don't think he's a total anyway. He's awful. <laughs> Okay. He's awful. We're talking about Mars.
2: No. Okay. Well, I will say Darian isn't a jerk. He's just a college student. And can you, as a college <laughs> student, imagine a 14 year old girl just annoying the shit out of you. I'm surprised he hasn't like cussed her out and told her to go away. Well, like, that's because she's not the one annoying him. She's
1: always the him one in the like head rolls with things. up on her. On the, anyway, that's a discussion. Right. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to
0: that. But no, I, she mean, he means Sailor Mars.
2: Anyway. I know. I know that you hate. Sailor Mars, and we're going to have a problem because she was the one I most related to when I was watching this show. And let me explain that when you are a little girl watching a cartoon, normally you're trained to just relate to whatever girl there is. So when they give you a a smorgasbord of girls to pick from, suddenly you look for the girl that's like you. Sure. And Sailor Mars was the one that I thought at the time was most like me. She had dark hair. She had great fashion sense. She was loud. She was boy crazy. She had frenemies. Uh, she was really insecure about her like place in the group and her looks. Even though she was, re- they're all really pretty, but because you're a teenage girl, nobody thinks they're pretty. So I think a lot of her um, rivalry with Serena is something a lot of girls actually go through in friendships at that age. And it was refreshing and comforting to see it happen to animated characters to, to normalize it and say, oh, we're all we shouldn't be shitty to each other, but we all are. And as their friendship gets better, it, it's very realistic, I think. So watching it last night, I was like, I can see why he hates Ray, but I still, I still, I still hold the torch. Also, she has the coolest powers. I mean she set shit on fire. Like yeah.
1: uh, I've talked about this before. Like I I appreciate Appreciate Ray's character in terms of the dynamic of the show. Like I, I, I get why it's there. Uh, it adds a lot of drama and a lot of really fun stuff to the show. But I feel like she's just excessive. And rewatching these two episodes because the the episode that we're watching for this uh, episode of Sailor Business is episode twelve of the first season of Sailor Moon. It's on Hulu. The title is "I Want a Boyfriend." The luxury cruise ship is a trap. So, spoiler warning: the luxury cruise ship will be a trap. No, can you
2: uh, can you do an Admiral Ackbar?
0: Voice. <laughs> oh, of course.
1: No. He doesn't do Star Wars. Uh, the
0: luxury George, George cruise ship was a trap! You. There
1: you go. There you go. Uh, it's also known as, as uh, Cruise Blues in yep. the original American dub, which we'll be talking about. And it's one of my favorite episodes. It was a favorite of mine when I was watching it on Cartoon Network as a kid. It's a favorite of mine going back and watching it uh, today. Uh, I said last week that these two episodes, uh, the I Want a Boyfriend, the Luxury Cruise Ship is a Trap, and Usagi vs. Ray Nightmare in Dreamland, are... Are two of my favorite episodes of the show. And I think that this is the exact episode where I was like, oh no, raise a jerk. Raise Raise the worst person in the world. I can't. Because of wait what to she does in it. this yeah. episode. I can't. Let me just wait. terrify
2: you then. That is how a lot of female friendships function at that age.
1: That's horrible. <laughs> That's <It> awful. <laughs> That's terrifying.
2: Uh I have an I have a 10-year-old little girl right now. And every single week her circle of friends like pulsates based on who's being mad at who, whose boyfriend, their ten- 10 remind mind you whose boyfriend like <laughs> broke up with her for the other girl who feels left out. It's just a miasma of fucking bitchiness and it's awful, but it's <laughs> realistic.
1: Okay. Well, all right. with that, I think it's probably time to go ahead and Let's get into it. the show. Um, <laughs> You both watched the uh, the original dub, the 90, 92 dub, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I watched both, but yeah. And so we'll have that to go on. And again, uh, I have my copy of uh, Sailor Moon, Mars Attacks, okay. the novelization by Leanne Centaur that I went through last <laughs> night and marked all the pages. Good. So we will be referencing multiple versions of this story uh, in our effort to provide you with the most thorough review and again, of Sailor Moon. There is We're getting no- our
2: dissertation in Sailor Business.
1: Yep. And there's no uh,
2: there's
0: no manga for this one. And there's no uh, Crystal. It, it, not that. Not
2: yet. Yeah, so. uh,
1: the, before we get into the show itself, I want to talk about the intro sequence because this is the last episode where we're going to have the original introductory sequence of Sailor Moon. We get a new one next week that uh, will be with us for a while. They actually change pretty frequently. I think we get three different intros in the first season, hmm. which is, you know, given that we're used to stuff like Batman the anime, series, which had the same intro forever until they stopped doing an intro sequence and just used clips from the show. It's weird to see that it changes so much. It's also completely bananas. Uh, oh, it's super trippy. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's there's weird shots of Usagi running towards and away from there's like two Usagis running in place towards <laughs> yeah. and away from the camera. Uh, and then in my favorite part of the sequence, there's a blimp. There's a zeppelin that shows up. Yeah, uh, I don't know why. Uh, for no reason. Just hovering over the (laughs) skies of Tokyo.
2: Maybe Japanese people are terrified of I do
1: not understand what is happening in this intro sequence.
2: I
0: I, I don't think it makes sense.
2: I, mean, I think it, it's very obvious it was an intro sliced together for an American. I mean, it's for the American audience, right? This is not.
1: No, he's referring to the Japanese one. Being oh, okay. So this is the this is the Japanese introduction. There's a lot of there's a lot of very uh, focused walking too. Yeah,
2: I always thought that it was because you know they brought it to America and they needed an intro and they just spliced a bunch of shit together because they didn't know what the show was and that's why it was so random. But never mind, my my theory completely falls on its face like the Hindenburg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean no With the that- American one does feature a lot of the stuff from this. Uh yeah. like uh, yeah but but I you, you mentioned the determined walking and that is a, a specifically weird part where yeah they've got the three scouts that we know so far. Yeah in their scout costumes just just walking just walking very very evenly very slowly.
1: Very determined walking.
0: Yeah which is like that's not you probably should run like there's a monster right? Like I mean <laughs> Go fight them. Well,
2: I mean, these girls aren't the brightest. They also tend to like get to the scene of the crime and be like, oh shit, we should put our costumes on. <laughs>
1: How dare <laughs> that's you? That's true. That is How true. dare you? <laughs> Amy Mizuno has an IQ of 300. That is <laughs> also you. true. That is also true. No, it's just a super weird intro. Uh, also, at one point, Tuxedo Mask is wearing like a scary mask.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. And he takes
1: it off. Yeah.
0: I don't know what that's about either. Just because he's mysterious. But I don't know. Does
2: he ever wear that mask in the no, show?
0: No. No.
1: No. Which I wish he did. Because right? then that would explain. I, I mean, that would. Obviously, you don't want him to wear a full face mask because he's so handsome. Oh, of course. Uh yeah. That uh, Yusagi needs to to see him and have her eyes turn into bulging hearts.
0: <laughs> My favorite uh, shot in the opening is the shot, and I think that's this one is in both versions. The shot where there's uh, Usagi uh, Sailor Moon and Usagi in the, like a reflection. Uh, yeah, and and, yeah. and then Usagi gets to turn and be like, ah, everything's great. <laughs>
2: My favorite, is this in the Japanese part in version, the very, very beginning where like, I guess Queen Beryl's evil minions are being turned into shadow barbels and sent to Earth? Is that even in the Japanese opening? Oh my God, seriously? I think that they
0: took that that, from a later episode, yeah.
2: Yeah, I was going to say that was something just for the American episode because I can remember watching that and being super confused because it had kind of almost a Captain Planet vibe or Power Rangers or anything where- everybody's color-coded. There's a bunch of shadow demons and they're put into marbles and hurtled towards Earth. And then the ba- dun, da- dun beginning of the music starts and you see Queen Barrel's face and then it goes into fighting evil by moonlight. And then it starts with the Sailor Scout. So the very first thing you saw in 1992, if you were watching the American version, were the villains.
0: You know what? I'm actually not 100% sure. I'm trying to remember where that comes from. Those might be this, and get ready to get weird. Those might be like... Like the sailor scout souls
2: <laughs> i wondered that as well but they're so evil they looking. do look
0: really evil so i don't know i might be mistaken again because i it comes could from be, a, a later Ram episode soul. but i can't remember <laughs> oh
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, so with that, uh, we get to the episode proper. Uh, well, we also have the introduction. If anyone is new to the show, uh, it's about Tsukino. You Tsukino. She's fourteen years old. She's cancer, blood type O, birthstone, clubs Some would say she's a little bit overemotional. Not me. But she's sure everything is going to work out fine with all these monsters that are going to kill her in a few episodes.
0: Still no, uh, still no mention of the fact that she's got friends who have superpowers at this point.
1: Right. Uh, I think we're going to get that either next episode or the one after. Uh, but. It's- it's, yeah, say goodbye to knowing about Usagi's birthstone and star sign. So this episode kicks
0: off w- with us finding out that Jedi uh, watches the tapes of his old defeats. He, he, he reviews the tapes to see what he did wrong, because uh, it starts with him watching, we, it's a, he's watching a, a, a moon tiara action happening, right? Yeah, he, he's watching a clip
1: from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Just is crazy. Interesting.
2: It adds like a fourth wall meta element. Who's record? Who watches The Watchers yeah. kind of thing? <laughs>
1: <Does> <laughs> They're the going
2: Sailor Moon again. And it's going to be like found footage documentary where somebody <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Negiverse tapes version of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's watching his old defeats going, oh, man, that's how they defeated me. Um, and then up steps. <laughs> I, like, I like that voice for today. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, we should mention, actually, if you if, if you should follow uh, Sailor Business on Twitter, we got uh, we got some fan art. Uh, we got a
1: lot of fan art
0: from yeah, the we, last episode. We did. It was nuts. Uh, but one of them was about uh, Jedi and his ridiculous plans. Um, go check us out on Twitter, and we, we always retweet it and show it off. It, 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 the best part being him, like, just sitting around in a park. And he's like, oh, man, it's time for my meeting with Queen Beryl. Uh, hey, kid, what do you got there? Tamagotchi. He goes, that'll do. <laughs> And then he just makes a Tamagotchi (laughs) plan.
1: Uh, it also includes uh, Sailor Moon using the word negatrash which is I wish that was in the uh, the Japanese we got another piece of fan art based on the idea that uh, our our question which I'm not even sure how this question came about but someone asked us what the show would be like if Luna was a scorpion and uh, Ta Shepard on Twitter drew it amazing drawing Uh, Luna as a scorpion sitting on Usagi's head telling her to keep her mind on Sailor Business it's horrifying it's you <laughs> But it's,
0: you say it's horrifying, but it's also the most adorable scorpion I've ever oh, it's seen. It's
1: so, it's so great. Like, I couldn't stop <laughs> looking at it, but it's like, Luna is a scorpion. is delightful. Wow, oh, yeah. No
2: thanks. That would have been an instant deal breaker. I been mean, like, the show's too <laughs> too intense. I'm done. And,
1: and, and just so nobody's left out, we also got another piece of fan art that was uh, of uh, my suggested alternate universe of Sailor Moon, where it's just Serena shaking Luna to see what else falls out. Uh, <laughs> right. That was, so. There's just a pile of transformation pins and brooches and wands. Uh, so thank you. Uh, and if you do ever draw any fan art of the things we talk about here, just send it to at sailor business on Twitter and we would love to see it. Yeah, so, so yeah, uh, Jedi's watching his game footage, going yep. back over the tapes.
2: Mm-hmm. he have like a little red pen. He's like got a circle. On the-
1: <laughs> yeah, I should have gone this way. I feel like the problem was I stood directly in front of the tiara. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Imagine that, like secondary powers for the tiara, are once it's activated, it's a homing beacon. So they're like just rooted in spot. It's the only explanation that makes sense, other than that they're all self-defeatists and secretly want to die to get out from underneath Queen Barrel's evil oh. reign.
1: Queen, look, Queen Barrel. The negaverse is not very appealing. The Dark Kingdom is not. Yeah. It's all like it's all rocks and some lady swirling a crystal ball all the time.
2: And no one ever defects. Like now that this Hiller Scouts are out. Oh, you think Jedi, Jedi would be like, okay, okay, I can't defeat these teenage girls for whatever reason, incompetence. I'm gonna I'm gonna defect like a Russian spy to this well, look, to the good guys.
1: Where is he gonna go? He has tanked his credit rating. That's true with all these businesses, businesses that he has opened up over the past twelve episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
0: this is where so so there's an immediate departure from uh, in in theme anyway or in in tone from the uh, Japanese to the American because we have the, the the monster of the week walks up behind Jedi um, in the American version in the original dub her name is Titus uh, but her name is like
1: t- t- her name is her name is Tetis. <laughs> Tatties.
0: In the Japanese version. Which is great. Yes. like Why would they change that name? Uh, <laughs> when she walks up to Jedi in the Japanese version, she's like, I'm in love with you?
2: I wondered about that because she's very coy in the American version, but as much smoldering as you could put into the eyes of an anime character, she's yeah. eye fucking him. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> because, yeah, in the Japanese, she's going like, I'm like, Jedi, I, I love you. Like, let me help you. I love you so much. And he's like, well, no, go away. And then she goes, well, I've got a plan for energy. And he goes, oh, well, in that case.
1: I love plans for energy.
0: No. What are we going to do? What kind of store are we going to
1: open?
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the American version, she's more like, you suck. Let me help you. Yeah,
1: yeah. She just insults him, um, which... Well, you know. no, she says in the in the Japanese version, uh, she kind of opens mocking him. Sure. She, you know, like, oh, the teenage girls are beating up the great Jedi. But then she does say, oh, why are you so cold to me whenever I come to express my love for you? Uh, and it's... Is it it's sarcastic? one of those things where Is I can't tell if she's being sarcastic
0: or not. Okay, see, I... Man, I couldn't... I didn't interpret it as sarcastic. I thought she was really saying it. Plus, don't they, like, sort of... Uh, Ah, who knows and this episode is all about romantic feelings so i figured
2: yeah it's a good it's a good theory I don't,
1: uh, so i mean they they are not as obviously clinging to each other as uh uh Zoesite and uh what's his name malachi Malachi yeah oh, where they're just like man
2: sorry they're just
1: <sighs> hanging on each other all the time so he accepts uh, te- uh say it again <laughs> uh t- uh tetties? Tetties.
0: he accepts Tetties' help uh does she tell him if, what i want to do is start a cruise
1: she tells him uh, it's called Operation Romantic
0: Cruise. <laughs> right.
2: Yes, of course.
0: <laughs> Good code name. Nobody will see through what it means, I guess.
2: So she studied at the cartoon villain school of naming operations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a, so it's she a had like line. an acme anvil in the background. Gonna it's, get it's, that she's coyote. hiding
1: her plans in plain sight. They'll never guess. Uh, now, in the show, uh, we open with uh, Isagi seeing an ad for the cruise on TV, Which again Oh do is that before the Oh yes. Uh she sees an ad on TV and then is talking about it at school the next day. But again, this means Jedi spent money on advertising.
0: Oh yeah. He puts an ad on television for this. I
1: mean I will buy that he gets the I will buy that he gets the ship itself cheap because uh, of what it is revealed to be at the end of the show. (laughs) But that's that's prime time advertising. Again, again I wanna see I wanna see the breakdown. This expensive yeah,
2: what is the energy to uh Dollar, like equivalent. How much energy do you need from a human to equal enough money for advertising? Yeah. What like, is his overhead? If the negaverse
1: really wanted to get their energy, they would just be they would just like you know put up a sign like like a like a, a, a blood drive. They'd be like <laughs> hey. We'll give you fifty bucks if you come in here and let us take a little bit of your energy. Like they like how much money are they spending where that is not a financially viable plan? Could they not be
0: buying like barrels of oil? Like and just making the like, energy the traditional way that we do? I think they need I think they need life energy. Oh,
1: it's gotta be alive. Okay. Also, I feel like Queen Barrel's like, nope, that's not evil. We need an evil plan. <laughs> and
2: it's later when one of the episodes I watched on accident with um, Amy and her creepy gardener friend, it becomes it becomes obvious they don't even need human energy. They can use squirrels or butterflies. <laughs> Just <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: <laughs> imagine, imagine Jedi bringing like a sack of squirrels <laughs> to Queen Barrel. She's like, "What are me you doing?" Me, uh, from there, we go to class, school. and this is actually where the novel opens. Uh, really, hmm. the novel skips over the uh, Jedi and Titus stuff, I believe, uh, or Teti's stuff. Uh, but there's when the novel opens here, we get we get more names, which I'm always fascinated by. Uh, we find out that uh, Miss Haruna's American name is Patricia Haruna, hmm. and uh, Melvin gets a last name, Melvin Greer. It's random. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's no Lisa. Brownridge. Right, right, of course. Uh, The interesting thing that I noted in the novel, aside from the name, is that uh, the kids are all kind of goofing around and Haruna is not in this scene. Uh, The explanation for that that we get in the novel is that it's a free period because Miss Haruna has dismissed math class early so that she could make a lunch date. Of course.
2: Wow.
0: She could go on a date in the middle of the school day. In the middle of the school day. She's
1: getting fired soon,
0: right? I mean, come on. She have tenure? Is that what's going on?
1: I, I love Haruna. She's Perkins wonderful, but that's great. ridiculous. So also, uh, Melvin asks uh, Serena when she and uh, Molly are swooning over the uh, the cruise ad if it's the new issue of Computer Stuff Monthly, Aww. which is a great uh, name for a magazine out there if anybody's getting into tech. They they want so bad. So it's so, so this
0: is a, this is a cruise that is being advertised as a romantic cruise for couples. Yes. Right. Um. And it's and I will. I just want to point out that it's said for couples many times. All right. Uh, and the girls want to go on it. Oh, if only It also has does. room for
1: six 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 hundred and sixty-six passengers. Six 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 passengers. Uh, again, so that reference that they missed out on in the uh in the bus episode comes back here.
0: But no re- there's no reason for that. Again, it's not
1: like I mean, uh, at least that we Queen know Queen Meryl of. telling him make it more evil. <laughs> I, it more I like evil. this business plan. You're the, spending a lot of money. You gotta make it more evil. Is she like
2: an executive producer on a TV show where she's like <laughs> Jade sends in his note like his script for the plan and she sends back notes like little post-its all over the freaking script like it's not evil enough how about if you make the passenger list 666 and Janet's like just in a corner being like queen barrel Is that, does to that judge, make the energy like, well, better no we can no. fit
1: 800 people <laughs> Nope, on it off. the boat. He's like, nope. Make it more evil. I want it. I want it more evil. There's like a there's like a monster with like a pencil hand next to her, like taking notes. <laughs> so so there. The, so uh,
0: Molly and Serena are both very sad that they're not going. Sad. Melvin comes up like a dork and um, he he tells them, oh yeah, I gave I had tickets. I gave them away. They both freak out. Uh, and he's yeah. like, well, I couldn't go anyway. Like you, ha- you have to be over 18 or no, it's not even that. It's that my parents. No, it is.
1: Me. He specifically says, I am a minor. I would have to be accompanied by a legal guardian, which is a plot point that never comes back. And that that one never comes back is shown to be false. Right, right, right. Because, yeah, in in the American American
2: version, that's not what happens, though. In the Deke version.
0: Yeah. In the Deke version, he just says, my parents wouldn't let me, right?
2: Yeah, he's like, my parents won't let me go. And as a mother, I was like, because your parents love you. Yeah. And they took. Your
1: parents were like, "Uh, how many passengers? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's not
0: why. Maybe that's why. You no, know, because I was I, I was so hesitant because I all of a sudden I realized, yeah, obviously two of the scouts are going to go on with no parental chaperones. So that can't be right. He just is wrong, I guess. Uh, he, he's just a little weirdo. So he has given away his tickets to, uh, to a neighbor. But good news. Uh, again, it makes no sense for him to literally say, you can't go on it without a parental guardian. But by the way, you can go win a ticket.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. Um, so he- the only thing I can figure is that clearly Melvin looks like he's in junior high, whereas the Sailor Scouts are 20-year-olds masquerading as eighth graders. That's Maybe true. no one will card them when they get there.
1: There's a couple of great things about this. Number one is that uh, when Usagi hears this, she is so surprised that her Odongo's turned to stars. Yes, that is an adorable thing. I is I- great. Uh, the second thing that happens is that Usagi just dips it, again, middle of the school day. <laughs> oh yeah. She leaves because he says, I feel, that, like, yeah. I feel like, uh, if she wasn't a moon princess, like, like Haruna is who Usagi grows up to be. <laughs> sure. Uh, so, so she, there's leaves. actually, it's actually mentioned in the novel where, uh, after Usagi runs out, uh, Molly and Melvin have a conversation where, uh, Molly goes there. Melvin goes, do you think she knows that it's fourth period? <laughs> She just left.
0: (laughs) She leaves in a cartoonish,
1: like style that like you no know, everyone is
0: thrown in the air by the yeah the, the magic of her her running or the, the, the hardness of her running. Well you know what I mean. Uh so she runs off to this place where speed, they're having the kind of thing. I think is the word you're looking for okay
1: whatever. Yeah that's that it. Is the that is the name for how fast things are. I'm right.
0: Sorry. Right, 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 Uh so she does this thing. It's a it's a lottery where there's marbles in a like thing that you All under- crank thing? yeah and then one marble comes out and if it's the golden marble you get the tickets and if it's not you don't. So Serena does it and she gets red marble. And apparently she did it a bunch because I, it, when you do it, you get something. I don't know what, what are those it's a, it's a pack of tissues. Is that what it is? So in it,
2: American, the American version, it was soap.
0: Yeah, in America, it's a bunch it of soap. It looks more like soap it because does. they're like giant baskets. I did not think it was tissues. All right. Uh, so she wins these tissues slash soap and she gives up. Oh, I, I, I guess she spent all her money. Yeah, she uh, said she's played it 10 times. <laughs> and won a lot of soap. And won a lot of tissues and soap. Um, so here's where the the awfulness of this episode begins <laughs> oh I'm so.
2: um, having junior high flashbacks. This is this is so real, you guys. It's so real. Up walks Ray. She goes, what are you doing? Uh, she goes,
0: well, I'm entering this contest. It's for a romantic cruise. Ray goes, why would you want to go on a romantic cruise? That's dumb. I'm going oh, to it, go enter into it. It's even worse could.
1: in the novel. <laughs> uh, uh, here, I'm going to read this. From, and again, this is Leanne Centaur's uh, version of the scene. Cut it out, Ray. Serena glared at the priestess. I just spent two weeks allowance trying to win tickets to the sunset romantic cruise, and I lost every time. Sunset romantic cruise, Ray sighed. You're such a pathetic romantic, Serena. Why bother trying Uh. to win tickets? You don't have anyone to go with. Uh. (laughs) So she
0: literally says, that's a... Why would I want to do that? Like, that is something I do not want to go on You're an idiot for doing this, and I hate you. And then she goes and does it immediately. And like I said, cheats. She She cheats. She doesn't just. She does cheat. She doesn't just try. She uses her psychic powers to fire enchant the thing. And in one try, gets the golden marble and wins the tickets.
2: Which, as I was rewatching it last night, I had questions. Because one, why would fire powers even allow you to cheat? (laughs) (laughs) at marbles.
1: That's not, it's not her fire powers. It's her priestess powers. Right, but 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 they show lots of fire when
0: she's doing it. Yeah,
2: there's lots of fire when she does it because there's a big group of people standing around that had also been competing and she muscles her way to the front of the group. And so they have to do the fire to show that she's like in a state where she can do magic. But she's doing all of these massive hand gestures and whispering to herself. So my question is, what do the people standing around her think is happening?
0: I think they see that. I think they see her just, <laughs> being like they don't see the fire but they just see her like doing like oh, all this enchantment they and see then her going
1: yeah yeah. yeah, but the, yeah, the fact that she cheats really bugs me. <laughs> Why does uh, she even do it? And it is addressed in the novel, and it's one of the things that I found really frustrating about the novel. Because instead of just, like, <laughs> glossing it over like the show does, uh, Leanne Centaur, like, draws attention to it. And has Amy, of all people, explain that she wasn't really cheating. Because oh, it's her. Wow. It's, it's not her sailor powers, it's her inborn priestess powers. But- so it's not really cheating if it's your if you're a
2: mutant, so, I guess. So in the book Ray's powers also extend to forcing Amy to break her characterization to explain. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then and then Luna's like, "Look, I don't know if she cheated or not. I just don't want to hear about this anymore."
2: <laughs> Luna is so a mom. That's the one thing I've noticed about all of this is Luna has the put-upon demeanor of the mother of teenage girls who is just over it and wants some wine.
1: She She really does.
2: That's why the
1: first time we see her her, American voice works so much better than the the new dub, because Luna is clearly like older and stuffier than everyone. She sounds
2: like Angela Lansbury.
1: Yeah, a
0: little bit. First time we see her in this episode, she is yawning because she is bored by all this. <laughs> um, also, small small Luna note. I just want to point out this is a really good episode for showing that Luna is not purple. <laughs> because yes. in this episode, they color her gray for the entire
1: time. Just want to uh, Ray's hair is purple though. Ray's, Ray's hair, hair purple is purple highlights. in this. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like that Ray does uh, Chun Li's win pose from Street Fighter when mm-hmm. she wins. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Also,
0: okay. So now for a cheater, for a
1: cheating cheater who cheats. She's
2: so unapologetic about it too. She doesn't care. She's whatever. But but then it gets worse because
0: okay, like as we just established, she doesn't give a crap about this or at least she said she didn't so she can make fun of of Serena and so she wins right off the bat wins two tickets and Serena goes so do you want to take me (laughs) because remember I love it and I want to go and I was desperate and that was the whole thing and she's like, no, definitely not and she doesn't have anyone to bring. it's not like she was already going like no like, I'm gonna ask a boy out or, or any of those things she has no clue who she's gonna bring she's just like I'm not gonna bring the person who wants to go that's for sure this
1: is the worst thing Ray has done <laughs> and I think the worst <laughs> thing Ray is going to do like she does get better after this but that Ray has exactly two friends and <laughs> yeah. one of them really wants to go on this thing and one <laughs> of them like just could give a shit like one of them would be perfectly happy just like yeah. oh great those two are gone I can get my study <laughs> done she has to be talked
0: into it uh, oh and, and in the uh, in the uh, in the american version uh, serena does
1: go what are you going to break grandpa <laughs> <laughs> yeah which I did like that. This is pre-Chad. Yeah, this is well, pre-Chad, pre-Chad. So she has no one to go with. No,
2: she's this, no She gets even worse because Serena says, you know, winning those tickets has made you grumpy. Why don't you give them to me so that you'll feel better? And yes. Ray takes the tickets out and waves them in her face and says, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's so cruel.
0: And then she sees Amy and she goes, oh, uh, yeah, I got to go talk to Amy. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah, I got to go talk to Amy over here without you.
2: It's just. This is so accurate, by the way. This is absolutely how girls treat each other No, for a point in time in your life. Watching this was whoever, the original creator of this show, either accurately remembers being a young teenage girl or has them. Because this has actually, a variation of this has happened in my house at least twice this month, where (laughs) a... Where uh, one friend, uh, there's one friend that can't go to people's houses because of the rules in her house. And she actively tries to sabotage other people's relationships because since she can't do it, no one should get to. Oh,
1: man. Well, listen, uh, I hope that uh, your kids are secretly reincarnated moon people.
2: (laughs) That would be amazing. (laughs) Otherwise,
1: they should not be hanging out with these jerks.
2: You know, it gets better once I don't really want to get off on a tangent about patriarchy, so I just won't.
1: (laughs) Okay. Oh. Now we have. Look, we have. We have had to tear down society so many times to understand this show.
2: <laughs> but what's happening here? that's fascinating to me. And Ray is in the wrong. She's absolutely in the wrong. But because she had no friends prior to these people and her personality, she's trying to establish dominance yeah. at, that she is wanted by this group. And I believe she sees Serena as a threat. That only one girl can be the liked girl. Only one girl can be the the leader, and the other girls don't matter as much. So what I see here is Ray's trying to it, it's basically like in the jungle where she's going to pee on Amy and be like this is mine now and I'm on the top of the heap and you have to go.
0: That's pretty good. That's pretty
1: accurate. Uh I just want to say I just want to read a quick quote from the novel. Please. Ray was a hypocrite and a sneak. <laughs> Did the narrator accurate. say that? Who, who said? Yes. that? Yes. Well, oh. it's 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 Serena's uh, internal narration. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's third person narration, but it's all from Serena's point of view. So Ray was a hypocrite and a snake. Um right. Here's I'll I'll say something nice
0: about uh, Ray for a moment. Uh, not not really, not really accurate. But this is the first time we see her school uniform, I believe. All right, the TA Academy uniform, and it's 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 a nice looking uniform. Except I will say, especially when she's standing right next to Serena and Amy, also in their school uniforms. Uh, this academy has. Crazy short skirts.
1: It is. It is as short as her. Uh, as short as her sailor scout uh, skirt. That's kind mm-hmm. of crazy. Um. Cause yeah. I, I
0: mean, I, it, like like Serena's no, like school skirt goes down to well, probably not her knees, but close to her knees at least. No,
1: it's really it's really low. It's past her knees. Is it really? I,
2: yeah. I think it's because at this point, Ray is supposed to be considered like the sexy one.
1: Yeah. I wondered if that was what it was, and I wondered if it was to make Ray look more adult. The more adult you get, the higher your skirt goes. Hey. Okay. Yeah. When, when you. <laughs> You're an adult. You can wear whatever you want. You can wear a short or, skirt if you want. Nobody you can, can stop me.
2: You could alternate that. The shorter your skirt gets, the older you look. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that's probably it. You you've got it. You got it. <laughs>
2: So okay, so so Ray
0: literally has to talk Amy into going into the, on, on this cruise. She's like, "Yeah, hey, well, yeah, it's gonna be great. We're gonna go on a cruise." She's like, "I don't know," uh, and I don't think this happens in the in
1: the American Amy version. Amy doesn't want to go. No, she doesn't. Of course, Soggy wants to go. No, that's why Ray <laughs> is a jerk. He doesn't want to go. But in the that, in uh, the
2: and the horrible thing is Amy <laughs> doesn't realize that how badly Serena wants to oh, go no. because Ray stole her away before Serena could say anything.
0: Um. But in the American, in the Japanese version, Ray immediately starts saying, it'll be great. It's a romantic cruise. We can go find a boyfriend. And I, Im- I, I went, what? What? What are you talking about? It's for couples. And I, that's why I pointed out. They advertised it for couples a million billion times. And she's like, yeah, yeah, this thing for couples. I'm going to go find a boyfriend. <laughs> And she, and she elaborates on this later in the episode. So when we get to that, we can see that she's even worse. But I wrote, I, I wrote, what a bitch. I'm sorry. I, I'm, ser- I'm terrible There's- because I imagine her going, I'm going to steal boyfriends on this, on this boat.
2: There's so much wrong with this because, <laughs> one, she's, what, 14? So all of these boys that she thinks she's going to grab are all <laughs> ad- legal adults, all with other women.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah, because you're not supposed to be able to go on this cruise, which makes sense if you're not an adult. If you're an unaccompanied minor.
0: <laughs> they they took that so so as a given that they didn't even check. They just went,
1: obviously you, only adults would go on this cruise. Yeah, only an adult would, would be able to enter this raffle on the street. <laughs>
2: leads to interesting theories about why did Jedi set it up only for adult couples because this is how you know they don't understand human behaviors if you set it up as a romantic cruise specifically for teenagers there'd be so much more energy because they're all so horny and can't function oh yeah they should have set up a single cruise
1: that was probably legal reasons they didn't (laughs) set it up that way I think even Jedi couldn't get. Uh, yeah, we're gonna get all your uh, all your unaccompanied teens on a boat <laughs> with their with their boyfriends and girlfriends. Uh, it, yeah, it's called Orgy Cruise. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: out where the laws don't apply. I, yeah, 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 we're gonna sail out past uh, in, into international waters. We're gonna we're gonna make sure we're under cloud cover and out of the sight of God
2: and Google Maps.
1: <laughs> uh, I will say that I think, I think Jedi, I, I think it's a, he had a good reason for making it an adult, adults only cruise. And that's because he didn't want exactly what happened to happen. Well, it's not yeah, his plan. Because at this point, it's, look, it's Her 12 ex- weeks in. Jedi's got to be like, whatever I do, those goddamn teenagers show up. No, no, but remember, this is Teddy's plan. Oh, oh that's right. It's, uh, it, well, she, well, look, you know, Jedi handled the specifics. Jedi handled the business oh, Is plan. that how it is? Okay. <laughs> Jedi was the one buying TV time for the ad.
0: So, oh, by the way, small, small thing, adorable moment where Serena peeks through a hedge spying on uh, Ray and Amy talking about this.
1: Wonderful. Also, uh, not only does Amy not want to go, she has to be talked into it in terms of it being a learning experience oh yeah yeah uh, the novel actually makes this make a little more sense because uh, amy is talked into it because uh amy says she loves the ocean and she really wants to see it uh under the stars uh which which makes a lot of more sense for her watery sailor abilities but in here she's just like oh yeah i can learn about boats <laughs> um so i learned about malls three weeks ago <laughs> right right exactly now yeah. i can learn about boats
2: so they find is she be an architect is she gonna grow up and be an engineer she's like looking at the structural integrity of she boats.
0: might be a boat doctor
2: yeah she just wants to be a doctor
0: i don't know what her deal is boat's i they need doctors, doctors on, yeah doctors without. she's
1: really into beverly crusher he knows about the uh, ship's doctors
0: so so they go to the cruise Amy, Amy is convinced. They go to the cruise, and uh, Serena follows them, or Usagi follows them, uh, and Luna's like, "So you just are coming to say bon voyage, right? Because like that's a nice thing to do." She goes, "She no. says it like
2: she knows that's not what's happening." <laughs> yeah,
0: I think she knows.
2: Uh, she says it in, in the terms of wheedling parenting, where they're like, "I'm telling you, I'm asking you a question, but it's not really a question." <laughs>
0: But no, uh, Serena is there to sneak onto the boat. Obviously, now here's the thing: she's going to use the Luna Pen to transform and sneak onto the to the to the boat. Uh, she transforms into a photographer, or in the in the American version, a um, a sporty looking photographer. Uh, she specifically says, and then sneaks onto the boat. What I get, I kind of get the photographer thing, kind of, because you're going, all right. Well, a cruise for for a romantic cruise might want a photographer to take pictures of things, and da da da, it'll be fun, but she doesn't, again, she doesn't use that to get on. She turns into a photographer and then goes, cool, there's a place where no one's looking. I'm just going to sneak, sneak, sneak. You know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't go, I'm the photographer. Let me on.
2: Also, mind you, she puts Luna in an airless box.
1: She does do that. She jumps her in a box.
2: which is Luna's Luna, from the
1: moon. She'll be fine.
2: She's, no, Luna specifically says don't put, don't put me in an airless box once. She takes her out of the box and then immediately she goes back in the box. She's trying to kill her. Well,
0: Luna jumps back into the box, I think, after she she calls it a bearless box oddly enough um I think she's exaggerating I think she just has uh, she just uh, was uncomfortable Seems dramatic Yes, yeah I okay.
1: think it makes perfect sense that uh usagi would not want to uh have to provide her credentials for this boat but then what but um, what I'm saying is she could have just as easily snuck on the boat as herself yeah but once she's on board she's gonna look like she belongs there all right it's 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 getting on that's the problem although again not real I mean
0: well no I get I mean I guess it does sort of work but she's wandering around unoccupied parts of the boat taking pictures of nothing. Uh... It, it does. With a camera that does not actually exist. Oh, yeah. That. I had a specific question about that because you're saying it doesn't exist. Obviously, the Luna pen made it, but it functions. Like, she's using it and you see through it and, like, it has focus. Like, she's using it. So it's yeah, like. Yeah,
1: but when she turns it, like, when she untransforms and then retransforms to the Sailor Moon, like, that camera goes away. No, I understand
0: that. But does that mean she could be, like, transform me into a ninja and now have swords? Or could she be, like, transform me into, yeah, like a soldier with guns? It would have guns. to.
2: It would have to because Luna's in a non- Non-existent box, and she's right. not falling through the bottom of it.
1: <laughs> right. I really like the idea that's, that that uh, he's like, would be like, transform me into a soldier with guns." <laughs> I'm like, "To be like, yeah, I got something real for you, Jedi." <laughs> he's she <laughs> could do that. Probably because they didn't want this show to end with bloody violence. <laughs> I, well, uh, sure. it's at this point that we find out that the boat has an illusion cast over it uh, and is actually not just like not just like old or rusty, but like it, it, it is, I mean everyone luck. on
2: this boat has tetanus. That's
1: <laughs> yes. It's it is brown. It looks like a it looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> like I don't
0: like Yeah, if you showed someone a screenshot of the boat and didn't say it's a boat, they might be like, why are you showing me a screenshot of yeah, why are you poop. showing
1: me a drawing of poops?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun. Also, so now they're we get to this
1: boat with three crew members, which I think is hilarious. Oh yeah.
0: well, uh, and and later they, they we find out the crew doesn't exist.
2: Yeah. Um, now, is there an explanation for why Jaydite is suddenly super nice to Incognito Serena, he other just, than the fact that like he wants to get some strange and yeah. doesn't realize it's a fourteen year old girl? <laughs> that is what it is. He does not, not understand. Mean a sexual awakening. He's like, why do I feel things like in my nowhere? I, <laughs> I assume you mean
1: strange energy. <laughs> oh, no, yes. that's what he's into. Yes. He um. he's he is super
0: into her in this one. But, but 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 before we get to the scene where he's super into her, we get the explicit discussion of Boyfriend stealing. Uh, when Amy and Ray are walking around this boat going, everyone's a couple. And in the... Now, okay. okay here, again, this is another difference between the uh, Japanese and the American. In the Japanese version, they're going, everybody here is a couple. And, and Ray goes, that's all right, Amy. I've got a plan. If there are <laughs> if there are, uh, 300 and... What is it? So it's 333. Well, it'll only be 332 couples here. At least a few of them have to be fighting. And we can... <laughs> Find those ones and get wow. those boys. She explicitly horrible. says this. She, In the American horrible.
2: version, she is much nicer. In the American version,
0: they, they 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 talk about, oh, look at all these couples. But you know what? It's really nice to be here just with
2: you as well. Yeah, yeah, that is
0: nice. Uh, Which uh, is a
2: very important thing for young girls to hear because female friendships are important and there are not very many of them. So it was nice that the American version changed that. I, I thought it was nice that it, Ray instigated that because she is the one that drug Amy on this. So <laughs> (laughs) At least she's happy to be there
0: with Amy. I wrote
1: it down. Because Ray's a really good friend. She's really good at having friends. Oh, yeah. I wrote it down. Really super great. She
0: says, having a date is cool, but being with you is great, too.
1: Well, uh, there's also the scene in the Japanese version where uh, uh, Amy, uh, during this discussion, just gives kind of a, a, a sheepish sidelong look at uh, at Ray and says, "I didn't. I don't think we'll be finding boyfriends." Oh. And depending on where you put the accent in that uh, in that sentence, it lends a lot of credence to my oh, Amy likes girls theory.
2: <laughs> oh, I always assumed Amy likes girls, even back when the show first like came out yeah. before there were any indicators that because she's never boy crazy. I mean, there's she's that got short one- hair, which is. You know, at the time, there's that one boy that she is clearly not into,
1: and then there's that episode where she is dancing with Sailor Jupiter. Yeah. Uh, so Sailor Jupiter and Sailor Mercury OTP. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, another great quote from the Deke version. Uh, Jedi looking out over the uh, the people he has brought onto this tour says, "Look at them all, so lovey dovey.
1: Now I know what they mean by ship of
0: fools." <laughs>
1: Right, because it's a literal ship of fools. (laughs) Now I know what they mean by this literal phrase.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh, good times. So, all right, let's keep going. Uh, so, so as as you said, uh, as I said, Serena's wandering around, and yeah, Luna jumps out of the box for a second, uh, and they're looking at nothing. They're examining nothing. Empty rooms. I don't know why they find them so interesting. And then Jedi shows up, and <laughs> she Wait, does. an awful
2: fake tan. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous uh, Luna is f-
1: oh, yeah. noticing that there's no engine, which is, which oh, is right. suspicious. Or no engine room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing there making any noise propelling the ship. So the ship is obviously being <laughs> propelled by dark energy. Energy. Sure. And how much energy do you have to get to move a boat? Yeah, waste, waste. A ship. Oh man, maybe that uh, is
2: wrong on so many levels. <laughs>
1: Tetty's is not a good uh, <laughs> Planner Not a good Operation Romantic Cruise I think lives up to The cleverness of its name So Serena does
0: Like flirt her way Out of this trouble Well she immediately Falls in love with him Hearts in the eyes And everything As soon as she sees him and But then she's kind of Flirting with him And a- a- as as you said He's like What is this
1: feeling That is coming over And then he
2: like Bursts into song And it's like Phantom <laughs> of the Opera <laughs> yep.
1: uh, He ends up Ditching her this, though Well this scene Is also where you notice That uh, Usagi is Sporty photographer Outfit also has a bunny on it, yes. which I think is really cute. Pretty adorable, pretty adorable.
0: Um, she ends up, uh, he ends up ditching her. Oh, in the American version, he invites her to eat at the captain's table, although that never gets paid off. Um, in the uh, in the Japanese version, I forget why he leaves, but he leaves, and they end up snooping and kind of following him because because Luna goes, I had bad vibes the entire time he was around, so they follow him and they see him talking to Teddy's and they see him them both uh, in front of the orb that's absorbing all of the energy or will be absorbing the energy, I guess. Uh, and yeah. then we get
1: to Chris's favorite favorite Ray moment ever. Uh, I love it because Amy and Ray have at this point given up on trying to ruin romance for couples and they've decided that what they need to do is just eat like, of oh, being on the cruise and just eat whatever they can. Uh, and we get a great line from uh, Ray where she says, if there's no romance, I'm going to eat. Uh, yeah. What's the what's the second part? It's, if there's no romance, I'm going to eat. Let's clear this table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this brings up a plot hole, though. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, the ship is fake. The, everything on the ship is fake. It's all an illusion. Yeah. When when they what do they eat?
0: No, nothing, man. When they defeat her, the first thing that happens is Ray goes, "Oh my god, I'm so hungry." Okay, because in true. the novel,
1: uh, it's it's a weird thing in the novel where uh, uh, it turns out that Titus or, or or you know Teti's made all the food and it's real food. What? What? But it's really bad. <laughs> so there's, there's like a scene where Ray is like, oh. This, you know, you could make a handbag out of this steak. It's so tough. And yet she's packing it away. No, in the novel she doesn't. In the oh, novel okay. they don't eat.
2: That's interesting because um, like, oh,
1: this food's gross.
2: Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, where where do you go to culinary school in the negaverse? What are you even <laughs> making food at? Don't, no, I don't know. I don't want to know. Oh, there's <laughs> a
1: there's a monster with like a uh, like an oven for a body and like a ladle for a hand. He'll teach you everything you oh. need to know. Uh, oh, no, God. Jordan, I actually skipped over this part. Uh, I forgot to oh. look in the novel. No, you had your problems with how Serena gets on the ship, right? Yes. In the novel, completely different scene. There's no transformation pen. There's no sporting photographer. Oh, what happens? Oh, I'll tell you what happens. Uh, uh, Darian shows up while Serena is there to say to wish uh, Luna makes Serena go to the docks to wish her friends a good voyage. Like, again, total mom move. Yep, yep. Right? She's like, like, Serena, you're gonna go to that dock and you're gonna say goodbye to your friends. And Serena's like, no, I'm not. And Luna's like, yes, you are. You're not my real mom. (laughs) You're not even a people, Luna. You're a cat. <laughs> uh, so she goes to the docks to say goodbye, and uh, Darian shows up and is a jerk. What's that?
2: Because he's stalking her. Yeah,
1: Because yeah. he's stalking her. He shows up. He's a jerk. Uh, there's a line where- uh, What is he? That, okay, I,
0: wait. Oh, I No, I want to know. What does he say that's so jerky? Let's hear this jerk line. Okay, okay.
1: I'll, I'll flip back, because the part that I marked is- uh, I don't believe he's a jerk as much as you do. Well, well, drawled a voice from behind Serena. Fancy seeing you here. Oh, yeah, uh, that's sur- horrible horrible, insulting. Go ahead. Serena recognized the voice. Her heart <laughs> froze in her chest. Like this night could get any worse, <laughs> she thought, as she slowly turned around. The dark-haired young man smiled. Don't fall into the water. I'm willing to bet you can't swim. All right, well, that's not nice. <laughs>
2: First thing he <laughs> says. Uh,
1: but uh, Serena is too sad, and she is too taken with uh, Darian's beauty. Uh, and then he said, uh, uh, Serena suddenly realized she hadn't stopped staring. She coughed loudly and her cheeks burned. I'm fine. She snapped, whipping back around. She swallowed hard. Or at least I was until you showed. Can you ever leave me alone? He laughed. But if I did that, I'd lose out on the fun of making you angry. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Worthless. That's pretty harsh. Worthless asshole.
0: He's admitting it right there.
1: Uh, His laugh sent a shiver down her spine. She tried to ignore the smell of his Nautica cologne.
2: What? Brought to you by Nautica.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of brand names in this book. You're such a creep was all she could think to shoot back. Uh, He asked her if she's going on the cruise. She says no. Uh, He says why not? And she says just leave me alone. I'm not in the mood to deal with you right now. Uh, And then uh, he just gives her the ticket. He gives her a ticket to the cruise.
2: Maybe he's he's so mean to her because he's trying to convince himself to be an ass because he's really upset about the fact that he's sexually attracted to a 14-year-old.
0: That's actually a very good explanation. Because uh, he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't understand that he's feeling this incredibly overpowering urge. This is my true love destiny. Right, he's can like, you imagine like being this. like
2: 23 years old and being <laughs> sexually attracted to a 14 year old? You would freaking lose your mind. If you're a normal person, you'd be like, I have got to make this kid hate me. This <laughs> so goes away. So I can stop feeling like this.
1: I mean, you could also stop directly antagonizing her. <laughs> you could also try to avoid her or just like not like when you're on the trail, <laughs> when you're on the kitty train,
2: there's the internal struggle because he is sexually attracted to her. So he's like, "Oh God, I've run into her again. What is wrong with me?" Plus, again,
0: he's being brought to these places by the urge inside of him that that is Tuxedo Mask that he doesn't understand. He knows he he shows up at this cruise because because he doesn't realize, but because of the negaverse. So he's not looking for her. He just he's like, "I don't." Again, he's like, "I don't understand," but for some reason, I want to go on this cruise, and then there she is.
1: Uh, but yeah, in the like in the hell. book, it's in the book, it's a. Established that there are actually four tickets that are being given away. Ray wins two and uh, Darian wins the other two. So uh, Darian and Serena go on the cruise. They don't go on together. He gives her a ticket and then vanishes into the crowd okay. and then obviously shows up later as tuxedo mask. Uh, but yeah, so that's how she gets on in the in the novel. It's a somewhat nice thing for him to do, but it's also if we're going by Donna's theory, it's also a really weird thing where he's like, hey, uh, why don't you go on that romantic cruise alone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be on that boat where you can't leave. <laughs> uh, I'll see you there. See you there. That's
2: so creepy. Yeah.
1: Because the weird thing is he also goes on the cruise. Now, presumably he is being drawn to the cruise by his tuxedo vast power. So he doesn't know why he's on there. Right. But, uh, there's one he, single girl on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also funny because uh, Ray, who ends up uh, dating Memoru, uh, doesn't see him on the boat. Oh, but yeah, he's, the o- he's only on the boat in the novel version. So I imagine that wouldn't come up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's looking for a single boy. He would
0: be on there. It's funny. Hmm. So uh, one other thing I did want to mention about the the food scene, uh, and this is kind of a callback. Uh, when they are in the the res- uh, the rest restaurant or the dining hall or whatever you want to call it, uh, Rain from the Heart is playing. Oh, really? Yes. Mm. Rain from the Heart by uh, Yusuke is playing uh, because it's a classy giant. They play jazz. They're sophisticated. They should have played
1: a waltz for Akiko. That's the more romantic song. No, we
0: don't know what that one sounds like.
1: I think we do know what it sounds like. I think it's uh, the theme song to Sailor Moon.
0: <laughs> no, that's the, the Moon Girl song. Oh, right. that's the That's the other the other track. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, real, the, yeah, the song real quick that before episode.
2: we get to the next scene, you said earlier that the food's not really there. That would explain why Ray was able to eat seven pork chops because nothing's filling her up.
1: There you go. That makes sense. She thinks she's eating, but she's not. And Amy's like, yeah. wow. Uh, so they announced that there's going to be a special show in the uh, ballroom. And... Uh, Tetties gets on stage and transforms into a monster. But like with the with the with the trappings of it actually being
0: a show for the whole beginning of it, everybody get ready. There's going to be an exciting show here. We're going to do some oh. magic
1: and boom! She turned into a monster. It's so weird. Uh, and she's and she's glowing. And I love that everybody in the crowd is like, oh look at that. Except for uh, Ray is like, that's a monster. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a monster. Meanwhile, a
2: cool looking monster though i really
1: like oh, yeah. her look yeah she's uh, i really like the, her design it, it's very simple compared to a lot of the monsters that we've seen but i like it a lot meanwhile Yusagi uh, is
0: running around the ship going there is an announcement to go to this ballroom i can't find it which is so ridiculous to me because 600 people heard this announcement and went okay and hoarded and herded themselves into this room and she was like well, i don't know i i didn't see that happening like what what <laughs> Like, that makes me think this ship actually holds, like, 3,000 people or something. If that's, She could not have run into any of them.
1: And Queen Beryl was like, nope. <laughs> 666. Uh, 666. That's all and I am to about that. So that's what we're doing.
2: You have, to, uh, you have to acknowledge that not all of those couples went into that ballroom. What?
0: You don't think there were you, 666 people in there?
2: I, I think there's got to be at least one couple that was like, hell yeah, we're going to have ship sex. Oh, and right, like, of course. <laughs>
1: We are like the kids can't come on the boat. <laughs> it's the first time right? in eight years that we've been alone together. Wait, actually, that makes way more sense. You feel like you'd get more energy that
0: way. Like, it should be like everybody, there's a curfew.
1: <laughs> Go back to your rooms. Uh, everybody gets knocked out except for Ray and Amy because the disco ball that they're using to steal the energy only absorbs energy from romantic couples, which uh, I do wish that Amy had passed out. <laughs> and Ray was like, what is <laughs> happening? <laughs> And then uh, the monsters make fun of them. Yeah, in the novel, it's really great. Uh, in the novel, uh, Jedi snorted loudly. What kind of losers come on a romantic cruise without dates? <laughs> Ray scowled. We're strong, independent women, she said. We don't need dates to have fun. Jedi raised an eyebrow. That's a pretty lame excuse.
0: <laughs> he says that? Yes. Oh, poor, poor them. <clears throat> But yeah, they, uh, so the bad guys make fun of them for, for being dateless again. This, th- I mean, that's the thing for all the, you know, good things that this show does uh, in, in making role models for women. There's a lot of weird stuff like that, where they go, yeah. Poof, you don't have dates. Also Lame. is
2: Jedi like Pam from true blood where he's like, I can no longer tell human ages. <laughs> shouldn't it be more like "Why are 14 year old girls on this freaking cruise. We're going to get sued because their parents are going to wonder what happened to them when they're dead. Well, the entire also, boat of Jedi people are going to be dead.
1: Hey, two girls who were unaffected by our Negaverse magic. One of them has blue hair uh, and one of Wait, them it- has magic priestess powers and black and purple hair. This looks familiar. You you, you can't bring up the, the look thing.
0: It's just magic. That's magic that you can't recognize, The magic. Yeah, whatever. So then you find out that. They don't even wear glasses. <laughs> that's true. The rest of the crew is made out of water. Uh,
2: and they look like putties from Power Rangers. <laughs> they do kind they of, do. yeah.
0: I, in fact, I didn't even realize they were made out of water when I was watching the show. I just was going, okay, they're made out of stuff. But looking at them now, I'm going, oh, she controls water. So they must be made out of water. I'm figuring that out as we speak. <laughs> um, yeah, her, her name's Titus, like the tides.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <her> titty's like... <laughs> I don't know. It
0: doesn't make a lot of sense.
2: Thankfully... They have a lot of trouble in this in all of these episodes to make sure they're pointing out that the Sailor Scouts are never killing people.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that in the next episode. so
0: so Jedi makes a little black hole is going to toss them into a black hole but thankfully Sailor Moon shows up in that moment and uh, distracts him so he doesn't throw them into a black hole
1: Amy freaks out when Sailor Moon shows up she cannot believe it
2: (laughs) do you blame her?
1: (laughs) it is the best defense for people not knowing that that Amy is a Sailor Scout because she could not be more surprised
0: (laughs) Just because she really didn't believe that Serena would stalk them. Also, uh, maybe she really was like, great, "This was my romantic moment."
1: This is like a really great shot too. I remember this is the this is the uh, uh, Sailor Moon speech segment that was used in a lot of different places because she's uh, against a window with a crescent moon behind her, mm-hmm. uh, so it's staged really well. It looks really cool. That's true. Uh, and uh, she says, "Don't you feel sorry for those girls without boyfriends?" Yes. <laughs> and then we'll punish them in the name of the moon. I think it,
0: does does Jada does Jada say something like? What an eyesore about the girls with no dates. I think he calls them an eyesore in the Japanese version.
1: It would not surprise me.
2: I believe he is it. a jerk. <laughs> all
1: right. It's like, it's, it's an like, MRA. it's like,
2: he just like, he needs a fedora and like a not all men t shirt. <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> Rey, Ray, and then Jedi. Those are the top three jerks on this show. You think
0: Memoru is a more jerk than Ray in this episode? This episode, he's
1: the worst. Wow. All right. Well. I'm oh sure. wait, wait. I got some. I got some more uh, novel, exclusive Darian oh, no. action to bring up. I'm a little scared bit.
0: scared now. So okay. So wait. Yet, or, or is it after the fight?
1: No, it's after this. Okay. Uh, but the fight starts and it looks awesome. The animation in this part is really cool.
0: Yeah. They smash uh, out a window and then she starts making up giant towers of water that she sm dashes into Sailor Moon and stuff. It's
1: pretty awesome. Uh, Titus lands standing on a railing oh, yeah. uh, and her foot slides along the railing as she lands. And it's this—it's a small thing and it looks so cool. Like, I really, really like the animation of this part.
2: I really wish they hadn't, like, killed Titus. I really enjoyed her as a villain. I would have liked to have seen her, like, as a recurring... But yeah. She doesn't come back at all, does she? No,
1: no, no. I don't think any it. of the monsters come back yeah. that, that, that aren't the Megaverse uh, the Kings.
2: But she's so cool looking. It was just such a waste of... Such a waste of good character design.
1: She's got a good design, she's got really cool powers. Uh she's got a connection to Jedi. And yeah. like it would be it would be nice to see her reaction to Jedi uh essentially dying in the next episode too. Well, but and yeah, like the problem Monsters of the Week. Well there's the weird scene at the end of this one, which I don't I don't think
0: it's in the American one, although I could be mistaken, where Queen Beryl specifically chastises Jedi for getting her killed because Queen Beryl likes her so much. Yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that is a. I wonder if that is a commentary. Like they were like, oh, you designed this monster. It's really awesome. We're gonna have Queen Barrel say she's the favorite. She's 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 not. Although she's not only
0: like you shouldn't have got her killed. She she's like you weren't even supposed to like use her in your plans.
1: Well, it's revealed in the beginning of the show that she is Queen Barrel's so, direct subordinate. So oh, okay. she is Queen Barrel's assistant or someone who <laughs> works closely with Queen Barrel. Okay, so. all right. She's the one taking the notes on the business plan. That's probably why she fell in love with Jedi. She's like, oh my god. His business plans are so stupid.
0: Oh, do you think she's been covering for him all this time? I think so. So Uh,
2: Somebody write this fanfic. For the only reason Jedi lived as long as he did was because that's why he dies in the next episode. It's the girl that was covering for him is dead. <laughs> this is the
1: best. Oh, this is great. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Teti's gets uh, uh, Moon tiarad out of existence. Uh, there's you know there's a nice little combo attack. I I'm not sure how bubble spray would affect a monster that controls water, but whatever. It's good water, not evil water, so fine. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. uh, the before the scouts can fight or the senshi can fight. Uh, uh, Jedi. Uh, he is pulled back to the Negaverse, back to the Dark Kingdom, by Queen Beryl to yell at him. Mm-hmm, uh, right. it, you know, she basically says, hey, you suck and are terrible. <laughs> you, you have sucked for three months solid, and I am done with you. Almost. And
2: I don't think that's how it goes down in the uh, Deke version. I think because they confront him, they're like, who do you work for? And he's like, I'll never tell you, and like, wahaha's away into the Negaverse. Right. Where Queen Beryl instantly starts screaming at him because he sucks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. I'm pretty sure that in this at least that's the way I saw it I might be completely misremembering but I, I like that she uh, like has to has to save him she has to pull him back to the Dark Kingdom and go you almost got yourself killed and you got my favorite monster killed you moron <laughs> yeah yeah uh, in the novel during the fight there is a uh, Tuxedo Mask Rose that shows up oh. at one point uh, equally pointless so Tuxedo Mask was on the ship the whole time in the novel uh, and so when they get and also in the novel the ship is a real cruise ship. The crew is just knocked out and tied up. It's not a shitty looking boat. boat. (laughs) So everybody gets to like finish the cruise after the monsters are defeated, which is hilarious. Uh, But It is explained that they all think of it as a dream. Uh, So Serena is carrying around the rose and uh, Darian shows up and he says, where'd you get the rose? Serena nearly dropped it. I found it. Uh, The young man looked out at sea. Sure, it was meant for you. What a dick. (laughs) Wow. What an amazing amazing asshole that's that's not nice yeah not i'm telling nice. you the
2: worst i don't know i did standing man. by my theory that he's being an ass because he's really uncomfortable with the way he feels about a 14 year old girl although that that
0: that theory i love that theory because i want to defend him but then he's gonna date ray <laughs>
2: Yeah. Is she the same age as them? I thought she was a couple of years older.
1: No, she's the same age. She's
2: oh, the oh. Same age. You got
1: you got fooled no, by that she's skirt? She's wearing the short skirt. He's short cute.
2: Skirt. she looks
1: older. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's what it is.
1: <laughs> so so dare so so Mamoru thinks it's okay as long as the fourteen year old girl is in a sexier outfit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. This is going some terrible places.
1: Oh, that guy's garbage.
0: <sighs> Man. Um, Let's see. And so then at the, we, we get the button of the episode. Uh, Usagi and Rey start fighting. I can't remember what they fight about. Everything. Everything. And then uh, Luna's like, oh, I guess they'll never stop fighting. And, and Amy, now this is the crazy part. Amy takes a book out of nowhere and just starts reading a book. And it's like, yep, let's
1: just get used to it. And she she's, re- <laughs> where did she keep that book the entire time? Don't she had to- a... She had a, a very foofy skirt. She could kind have of like <laughs> had some secret
0: pockets in there. Secret pockets? All right. Also, I do think it's really funny that Ray brought her on a romantic cruise and Amy was like, I'm going to bring a textbook. just in case
1: this is gonna get boring pretty sure Ray's just gonna want to be looking for boys so I'm just gonna take this uh, the end
0: Uh,
1: I gotta say great episode one of my favorites it's it's, we've said this about a couple before but like if you haven't watched Sailor Moon I don't know why you're listening to this but you want to know kind of everything that Sailor Moon is about at least like the first season go watch this episode because it's got a completely bananas Negaverse plot uh, it's got a really great fight scene it's got a really cool monster it's got Rey and Yusagi uh, being you know bickering and Rey being awful and Amy rolling her eyes it's really I think it's the best episode for the dynamic of those three characters because it splits them up you get to see Rey interacting with Yusagi you get to see Rey interacting with Amy and how different she is Uh, you don't get a lot of uh, Yusagi and Amy but as we've said in previous episodes that dynamic isn't quite as interesting as seeing Ray interact with him. But, but it's but, a it's definitely a favorite episode. But there's no tuxedo mask at all. There isn't, but you you just heard about him <laughs> in the novel. So you've got you just assume that he's there being a jerk behind the scenes. He's probably street it's harassing so- some other child. <laughs>
2: This is a good intro because there is no tuxedo mask, so you don't have to have the uncomfortable. Why is this college student hanging out with these teenage girls? Yeah, you, that's can, true. you can have one whole episode to get invested before the creepiness comes back.
1: <laughs> and then you just need to keep telling yourself, uh, "He's only a high school student in the manga. He's only a high school student. Yes. Still weird, but not as weird." <sighs> Uh, but yeah you get you get the transformation pen which i know you don't care for jordan but i love the transformation pen it's it's seriously everything i want out of sailor moon is in this episode
0: no i i I, again i don't It's not that i don't like the sailor the transformation pen as its its own i just feel like i I feel like they very rarely use it for any actual purposes and i want it to be important at some i want to me this is checkoff's transformation pen and i wanted to come back and be like good thing she had that it was essential in beating Queen Barrel, and it never is. All right. So
1: with that, uh what is our what is our lesson this episode? What's our official lesson, Jordan? Oh goodness gracious!
0: uh I forgot. <laughs> do you want me to bring it up again? I do want you to bring it up. Okay, hold on a second. Uh,
1: is it is it? Don't g- get on a boat without your parents.
0: <laughs> no, of course don't not. Don't get on
1: a sex boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't get on a sex boat. That sounds like a reasonable <clears throat> lesson, but no, of course that's not it. Serena,
1: be- you can't get on a sex boat. You have to keep your mind on sailor business. I've clashed with Jedi in
0: battle over and over again. Yet today, I got taken in by his cool eyes and that deep,
1: rich voice. Oh, Those really
0: cute girls. Serena! All right, all right. The point is, no matter who you are, guy or girl, don't settle for someone who treats you badly. Someone may be cute, but if that someone hurts you in any way or makes you feel badly about yourself, it's time to get help and move on. You deserve the best.
2: Don't you settle for less.
0: Wow, that was, like, way too serious.
2: Right? <laughs> also, take your own advice, girl. Oh, <laughs> like, my God. That's, that's also a
1: great lesson, but also if you're being street harassed by some 40-year-old, it's probably your destined moon lover. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. uh, so now it's time for uh, the Sailor Business version of Sailor Moon Says, where we talk about what we learned from this episode. Uh, Donna, we'll start with you. What did you learn from girls, uh, or excuse me, from I Want a Boyfriend, the Luxury Cruise Ship is a Trap?
2: I mean, no, don't get on a sex boat is always a good life lesson, <laughs> but I would say that the best moral from this whole episode, despite Jadeite trying to ruin it at the end by making fun of them for not having boyfriends, was that it's okay to not have a boyfriend You don't need a boy to be a fully functioning human being. Just hanging out with your girlfriends and being a fully realized person on your own is a valid goal for life. You don't need a boy.
0: That's totally 100% true. But at the same time, why would you then go on a romantic cruise?
2: That's why I'm saying it's a good moral. Sometimes you gotta date yourself. It's a good moral wrapped in like a really shitty sexist candy coating. (laughs) Okay. All right.
0: I learned. Oh, (laughs) jeez. There's not a lot to learn on it. I guess I did sort of learn that. Yeah, if you are a photographer, you can just walk around
1: places and people will just be like, "Oh, all right." (laughs) Uh, I was going to say that the moral is don't get on a sex boat. But if you do get on a sex boat, bring a camera. (laughs) There you go. Be like Sailor Moon. We all combine. Take a camera on your sex boat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that does it for uh, I Want a Boyfriend. The luxury cruise ship is a trap. Great episode. Uh, go watch it on Hulu if you haven't already. Next week, we're going to be watching Girls Unite, the end of Jedi, which is the, uh, I guess, one of the first real big changes for the series. It's the first boss fight, which I think is fun. Uh, Donna, you, you're going to come back and join us for that, right? I am. Awesome. All right. Well, in the meantime, uh, where can everyone find you online?
2: OK, uh, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is Mildly amused, spelled exactly how it sounds. Um, if you don't like Twitter and you would rather read my ramblings at work, I work at HitFix.com.
0: Awesome. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Crackshot, uh, except with the O being a zero. Uh,
1: I'm on Twitter at Disb, which is T H E I S B, as in boat (parentheses oh. sex). I guess <laughs> no, no. I S B as in I sex boat.
2: <laughs> well, now you have to change your Twitter name. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's my favorite uh, Asimov story. It actually, is I, Sex, Boat. <laughs> so it, it's an early draft. Uh, thank you for listening. You can find the show on Twitter, at Sailor Business, and we will be back next week. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. You can leave reviews if you've been enjoying what we do. You can find uh, uh, the screenshots that we choose for each episode at wax-work.com sailor. And uh, until next week. Keep your mind on Sailor Business. Sailor.